0: Hi, this is Dan Sullivan. I'd like to welcome you to the Multiplier Mindset Podcast. Today's Game Changer transformation is Lon Bradine, and Lon owns a restaurant in Sarasota, Florida. Over the years, I've had really terrific restaurant owners, and some of them had chains of restaurants, It's either a really, really great, great career or it's like going to a maximum security prison for the rest of your life. And I don't see any in between. It's almost like a digital experience that those who really get a handle on what it means to grow a restaurant and to keep making the restaurant more successful. And they've got a formula for doing it. It's almost like one of the best ways to spend your life as an entrepreneur. And if you don't get a handle on it, I can't think of almost like a worse kind of business to be in. There doesn't seem to be any in between. And that is, it all depends upon teamwork. Okay, It all depends on you being in charge, but other people being in control. So a lot of entrepreneurs stay small and stay frustrated because they can't give up control, which means that they have to work morning, afternoon, and evening, and they have to work weekends just to make sure that they're controlling every aspect. And the restaurant business is guaranteed to absolutely drive you crazy if you try to be in control. So the key is to actually approach right from the beginning that you have the vision for the restaurant, you're the person whose personality actually gives the brand to the restaurant so you love the restaurant trade you love serving people you love creating a wonderful environment and you have lots of time to actually interact with the customers and welcome them and treat them special because actually your best sales team that you can ever have in the restaurant business is the satisfied customers who bring their friends and say oh you got to go there it's a wonderful place But if you look like you're really harried and frustrated and you look preoccupied, then people are saying they don't have their act together there. But not only that, how you are really reflects on how every member of your team is gonna respond. So if the waiters are bad in the restaurants because the manager is a bad manager, the owner is a bad owner. So right off the bat, you have to go, what's my unique ability here? And you gotta get there real, real fast. And that is, there's two or three things you do and you're superb at it, and then you have to think of all the other functions in the restaurant where the person in charge of that function has to be as good at what they're doing as you are doing what you're doing. And Lan just tells the transformation that she has made in her restaurant, and this dropping back to her having a life, her enjoying everything she's doing in the restaurant, and then person by person, putting in the team where she can be away from the restaurant and the restaurant runs. The way the clients and customers are treated when she's not there is the same as when she's personally there. So this is a huge thing. And I have two restaurants in Toronto that I go to, and I've been going to both of them for 38 years. The original owners are still there. I have a special table And this is on Saturdays at noon, and one week I go to one of them, and next week I go to and I'm treated. And it's been for 38 years, and I just love. They stop, they talk, and everything about the restaurant is just perfect. You know, the staff are great, the food is great, service is fast, very thoughtful service. You know, and people say, well, here's this new place, but I have a standard in my mind about what considers a great restaurant, and LAN is really establishing a standard that's going to make it very difficult for other restaurants to match it, because they're going to be working nights, they're going to be working weekends, you know, they're not getting good staff, they have lots of turnover, and the customers aren't going to be spreading the word.
1: So, my name is Lon Bradeen. I am in Sarasota, Florida, and I have a single restaurant and lounge that are attached to each other there. I got into the restaurant business when I was quite young, 17 years old. I was actually doing it to get myself through college, so I have a couple degrees. My master's degree is in acupuncture and oriental medicine, so I was cooking to get myself through that, but I ended up liking the cooking better, so I just kind of stuck with that. I was working in a restaurant that was established for quite some time and they ended up closing because the real estate there got great and they sold the property. So I started my own business right after that. I was 28 years old. You know I didn't really know any better. I knew how to cook and I enjoyed the restaurant business and so I just did it. <laughs> So then I kind of got stuck along the way because it seems like we all get involved in this natural process where we go through the same steps as an entrepreneur. And especially if you have no training on how to do it, you always get stuck in this cycle where you're doing all the work and nobody ever tells you that that's not normal. I just had this idea that I could do it because I felt like I could do anything at that age. So maybe it helped that I was a little younger. I learned later taking my Colby profile than it might be because I have a very long quick start. (laughs) So that helped out a little bit. But basically, I just wanted the freedom to do what I wanted to in my business and create the food that I wanted to create and just do something for myself and not rely on other people. But I got burnt out doing it. And the reason I was doing it in the first place is because I cared so much for the business and my clients that I felt like I was the only one that I wanted to take care of them. I wanted to take care of them myself. And then I started to get burnt out and I realized that I couldn't keep up at that pace forever and where's the future of my business gonna go? If I have to be there every day, then it's not worth it anymore. So that's the main thing that attracted me to Strategic Coach was that I needed somebody to say that it's okay to take time off. I didn't have anybody around me to approve of that. And I had never really heard that before that you take time off and your business is going to be okay. I think this process of strategic coach has really helped me in just stepping back from my business and letting my team grow the business. Because when, well, you know, sometimes I just take time off and they don't know what to do and I'm unavailable and so then they have to do it themselves and they learn. Some people are okay with that and some people aren't. And just me sticking my gun saying listen i need the time off it happens to clients too some of my customers will say oh is lon in the kitchen today and when i'm not then they're upset like they don't want to be there anymore so we have to go through a change we have to go through a process where now i open up my business to the kinds of clients who want my business itself and rather than me and staff members who also want to be leaders there and they want to help the business rather than me taking care of them, just providing a paycheck and taking care of all their problems and thinking for them. I can't do that anymore. So my first strategy was just to quit cold turkey and take a day off and not talk to anybody. (laughs) That scared a lot of people. (laughs) So I did start explaining to everybody that, listen, I'm not going to be here all the time. And then I started to be available, like, okay, so you can call me if you need me, but really just respect that I don't want to take the phone call. You know, try to do it yourself. If you're really scared that you're going to make the wrong decision, then call me. And it ended up that the people who would call me all the time, they ended up phasing themselves out. And the people who were respectful of my time. They loved the opportunity that they could grow and become leaders in the business. So it was really a slow and trickly process, I want to say. And just a warning, when you start taking free days when you haven't done it for a long time, they get addictive. So it's like trial and error. You leave, you see what goes wrong, and then you put processes into place that might fix that in the future for when you take time off. And there's always fear there. There's always a fear that, you know, your business is going to implode, but it won't. (laughs) It won't. It's very exciting because when I was doing it all by myself, I came from a place where I felt isolated. And now I know that I have team members that I can rely on. And The ones that I can't rely on, I know that they're going to be replaced with people that I can eventually. So it feels like I have support and feels liberating. (laughs)
0: Lan really points out something that Babs and I have discovered right from the beginning. I mean, we discovered this when we had one employee, actually. And this person was a salesperson. This was back even before we started the workshop program. I was a one-on-one coach. Babs is the genius that you have to take free time. I mean, I was a workaholic just like any other entrepreneur, (laughs) rugged individualist. I would say before I met Babs, I had not had a free day as we describe free days in strategic coach, probably in 25 years. Every day I did some work. And I just said, well, that's what you do. And I remember Bab said, well, we're going to go away to Cape Cod for six weeks, and we're not gonna phone the office when we're away. And our salesperson couldn't phone us. And we came back, and I was entirely booked for four months when I came back. And she had just grown so much during the six weeks when we were away, but I had grown so much in the six weeks when we were away because I realized that someone else could fill my schedule, someone else could stay in touch to make sure that the appointments were confirmed when they should be, my time wasn't wasted. And that started a trend so that for the last 25 years, Babs and I take 22 weeks off every year. Now, you know, everybody's got their own preference for how much time they want to take off and, you know, where they want to take it. But we've discovered that our taking free days is actually the key to growing our company because it's only when we're away and our team is totally in control that they get the chance to grow where we're not looking over their shoulder. You know, we lay out impact filters, strategy circles before we go, and we say, you know, you know all the tools in Strategic Coach. You know how to do experience transformers, you know how to do positive focuses. So when we're away, you can't phone us, we can't phone you. And when we come back, we're not going to second guess you on anything, but we'd like to go through how much you've learned while we're away, and how much you've grown while you're away. And if there's mistakes, then we look at them as a company mistake, not as a personal mistake, and then we just go forward. And over time, they get more and more confident. They actually enjoy when we go away because they get a chance to grow and really prove how skilled and talented they actually are. So if you want to get the real handle on this really fast, this is one of the fastest thinking processes that we have that really identifies exactly where you should be as the entrepreneur, as the owner, and then all the activities that should be handled by other people, go to abcmodel.coach.